Hi, welcome to Busted Los Angeles, true stories about getting around L.A., told by people who don't drive. I'm Scott Schultz. Our special guest today is Endless Megan Warner. She's a publisher of 2121 Books, an awesome indie book and indie zine uh, company based out of Echo Park, and she actually produced and published my first uh, set of stories, uh, Busted Los Angeles, Volume 1. She lives in Echo Park, and she's also a spoken word artist, a film director, and just one of those overall Echo Park, Silver Lake DIY artist types. She's been on Busted Los Angeles several times, and uh, I'm really glad to have you here today. Welcome, Megan. Thanks, Scott. I'm very happy to be here. And uh, we originally had a bus driver that was going to be coming down, but he got sick. Um, probably something he caught on the bus. <laughs> you know, it happens. In fact, I was thinking, boy, I better get my flu shot soon. Um, have Have you ever dealt with uh, people coughing on the bus? You know, when you hear oh, that, God. you panic. Yeah, no, that that's why I don't usually sit on the bus. Like I, I mean, I touch everything. Yeah, I touch all. I the, that's my theory is I touch everything when I go to the subway. I, I touch the railings. Like I think it's good for my immune system. <laughs> yeah, but like Rasputin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But spoonful I, of poison every day. Right. Yeah, it's, it's great. As long as it doesn't come directly from a person, if I am just like see the tissue, I'm like, no. Yes. No. 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 Avoid all puddles. <laughs> all of them. Darkened yeah. seats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't sit down. Yeah, that's good. I, I don't sit down when I'm wearing a suit, or when I'm wearing my extra special blue rock star Ted Baker pants. Uh, I won't sit when I'm wearing those. I'll stand. Um, but also, you have to be able to style and profile in the aisle. Um, yeah. So that's important as well. That's why I hang on to the little pole and like do a little like modeling yep. sort of thing. Well, you know? you're more primarily, when I think of you as a green commuter, I think more bicycle anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, these days um, I I don't take the train very often or the, really the bus because I, I have I live in Echo Park and I've, I'm like you know once you live in Echo Park it's like it's like a black hole you don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I have my bike which is really fantastic. Her name is Marigold. Yep. Um, <laughs> Marigold as featured in the back page author photo of Busted Volume One. <laughs> and she's great. So uh, I generally just like bicycle everywhere. Yeah. And Echo Park's really not that far from uh, downtown Los Angeles, especially by bicycle. It's, what, yeah. 10 minutes? Yeah. It takes me about 10 minutes to get to work, and I can actually, like, bike up Grand now from Sunset. So yep. like, I feel like I go into beast mode going yep. up it. But, yeah, I, I bike everywhere now. Like, going into downtown, I'm like, I got this. And Megan actually has a car as well. She's bimodal. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> have you driven to work as well, like, when you're in a pinch? Um, yeah, like I actually drove to work today because they don't they don't charge for the meters on Sundays, oh. and I can generally find a place like real close, or mm-hmm. you know, if it's like if I'm just like you know what, I just I cannot, I cannot even fathom pushing my bike up Mount Everett where I live. Yeah, you know, like I, it's just like I I can't I can't do it. I just I I can't and I won't I won't do it. So yeah. then I'll drive to work. So for those of you who don't know, which is probably all of you, (laughs) Megan lives on top of a hill in Echo Park. And some of those hills are pretty darn steep. So I imagine it takes you a lot less time to get to work (laughs) than it does coming home when you're on a bicycle. 
going to work, I just hop on top of my bike and I'm like, I actually have to replace my brakes. Yeah. Because I have to pump the brakes going down the hill. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. Yeah. So you get down to the bottom and then you realize that it's rush hour and there are like three cars trying to turn in at the same time. And yep. I'm like, but I've got like, I've got momentum going. I don't want to stop. And Do you scream? <laughs> Wee! <laughs> I did once. I actually, I was walking up the hill one day and I heard this like horrified scream. Yeah. And I look over and I see it's just this dude on like a bmx bike just no brakes just going like i mean he is like gunning it down the hill wow and i was like i i can't watch this and then i turned around and watched that lucky son of a gun he made it he got down to sunset and just did a turn and he was gone wow i was like man if i would have done that i would have gotten hit immediately probably by a two a two bus yeah i'd go over to handlebars <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now you live right up the street from dodger stadium yes so you must have seen a lot of the uh people walking that were kind of uh kind of newbies to echo park you know oh. tourists that were going in for the dodger games that would walk uh <laughs> Actually, that stretch funny story um i was where was i headed i think i was headed to work um, I think it was like game four. No, like the uh, it was game six. Like game six, they were here, and I was headed Halloween. In. Yeah, yes, it was. It, you're right. It was Halloween because my basket was full of my costume and everything. And I'm coming down the hill. I'm flying down the hill and everything. And there's this guy that comes running right around the corner. He's wearing like a Dodger blue like long sleeve, and he looks at me. He points up the hill. He's like, Dodger Stadium, and I was like, and I was thinking like. If I would have saw orange on you, I'd be like, yes, yes, sir, absolutely. And I was like, but I have all this stuff in my basket and I can't point. And I'm like throwing my head in the other direction. I'm like, no, no, the other way. You need to go back that way. And then I was, then I was off. <laughs> <laughs> and what's interesting, the reason that they would ask Dodger Stadium is that at the bottom of her hill is actually a mural, a really cool mural devoted because Echo Park is you know Chavez Ravine. It's that's where the Dodgers are based, and at the bottom of her hill on Everett Street, there's a mural on this uh, uh, garage that has uh, Fernando Valenzuela and Kirk Gibson, I believe, with his home run pointing up, and Megan doesn't follow baseball, and she's I, looking at me like I'm talking about Klezmer Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> I I know that there's um there's a Dodger mural there because people like whenever I call Lyft or tell people how to get to my house I'm like okay you're either looking for the Dodger mural and or the taco truck. There's there's a picture of a guy looking upwards at the sky with his hand in a glove over his head and a guy that looks like he hit a ball far and has a limp. And it's really <laughs> a beautiful blue. <laughs> and you know it's funny I actually when I worked for uh L.A. Record, uh, I used to, uh, the office used to be across the street from there at um, next door to where Chabasco used to be, which oh. I think just shut down. Yeah, it shut down about a um, month and a half ago. It was like that, like after the Gold Room got reopened yeah. and revamped, El Chub was like the, it was the last holdout. And then very quietly overnight, didn't tell anybody. They were just like, and we're gone. Yeah, which was amazing. Yeah. The last beer hall. And I remember walking in there because uh, my friend had given the wrong address to meet. We were supposed to actually meet at El, Combad El Compadre up at the hill. Oh, no. And he said Chabasco because it's right next to L.A. Record. And so I walk in there and I keep looking for my hipster friend who's not there. <laughs> and it's like all Mexican people drinking beers. And I look like a narc. In yeah. There. So finally one of them turns and goes, hey, man, what you looking for, S.A.? 
And I'm like, uh, uh, is there a dude with a beard and a little sailor hat? And, uh, <laughs> and then finally I realized that he was at the other place. And That sounds there. about right. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then we ended up back at the L.A. record office. Uh, and they share like the same little alleyway. And he'd be showing me how, you know, we do all the – the printing and everything and the circulation, and all of a sudden you start hearing people heaving uh, beer in the like right yep. outside the window. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was kind of it was pretty sketchy to to ride by, like you know, or like well walk by. If I were if I was on my bike, I'm cool. Yeah, but I mean, I heard a lot of stories about um, people at. Uh, like they were like you know new to the neighborhood you know frankly like white hipsters that would be getting um, jumped not yeah. too far from there because they would like they they would get spotted at like um, the last night and you know they're not being careful with their money and like you know yeah. sh- you know and yeah like one guy got beat up pretty good outside of El Chub yeah and, and that can happen walking the streets late at night you have yeah. to respect your your surroundings. Exactly. You know, be aware of where you are at all times. That's why I, I put that in my closing line. You know, be aware yeah. of your surroundings. Yeah, always. I mean, it is a city, and if you're drunk, you know, hey, enjoy your drunken stagger, but you still got to kind of be aware of where you're at. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, have you ever had any encounters where you were uh, walking home or, or commuting home and all of a sudden you were being followed by someone you didn't want to be followed by? Um, you know, I've never been followed I've had a, I have quite a few encounter, encounters with um, with a lot of sketchy people. Um, what's been happening to no, me? No, I'm not talking about your friends. I'm talking oh, <laughs> good call. Um, there are your friends too, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's been happening recently is um, when I'm out on my bike because my bike is like actually adorable. You know, it's got like it's it's marigold. orange marigold. She's she's orange. She's got this really cute like blue. Um, blue basket and everything and little spoke gadgets yeah she's like it's like you know like a giant 12 year old that i am um but i keep getting people that are harassing me on the street especially in downtown and especially by men that are really drunk um and like one guy i was stuck at a red light but you know like when in downtown i i don't dare um bike ahead you know, like if I'm if I'm alone, I won't bike ahead mm-hmm. unless I'm in Skid Row. Then I'll absolutely like blow every red light as long as I can. Yeah. Um. And I didn't want to like run ahead with this one because I I don't trust I don't trust cops. I don't trust other drivers. Um. And this couple was standing there, and the girl is complaining because she's like looking at her phone trying to call an Uber, and the guy was like, um, he sees me, and I hear, let me take that bike home. And I was like, I'm going to ignore this. Yeah. Like, I realize that you're talking to me, but. That sounds like drunk rambling. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's like, I was like, I'm just going to ignore you. And, and he kept saying it and he kept getting more and more forceful with it. And yeah. I finally looked at him and he like gives me this like, you know, little wink and like a nod at me. He's like, let me take that bike home. And I, thankfully the, the light changed because I, and I was like, you know, I mean, I can handle this guy. I actually was like, I now ride around with, yeah. um mace nice. on my i have it with a like one of those metal clips mm-hmm. um one of those like little clamps i have it on my my basket so it's strong enough to hold it through, like while i'm riding yeah but it's also like loose enough that if i need to like rip it off i yeah. can rip it off like especially after Sweet. that and it, it was post-apocalyptic <laughs> <bike> utensil. yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been, um, I mean, I ran it, like when I first moved to Echo Park, there was like, there was this dude that was like sitting on his bike, um, on Sunset by Little Joy, there's the gas station mm-hmm. 
And it was just this guy. I mean, you can tell that he's like, you know, OG from the neighborhood. And he was just sitting there just like staring at all these people going, like, you know, bar hopping. And I caught his like he and I like we accidentally caught eyes and he just stared me down. And I was like, OK, I need to stare long enough to let you know I'm not afraid of you, but also not too long to tell you that I'm trying to disrespect you. Yeah. But hey, look, we both live here. Please don't mess with me. <laughs> you know, but um, other than that, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. You know, um, I've run into some pretty crowdy types at the Echo Park Lake, but that's, you know, you know, staying sketch people. I was like hanging out with Chivo and you sure, know, sure. other people that just kind of like create like, you know, they attract riffraff and that, that's been that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I've been incredibly lucky to not be followed home. Uh, do you have a story that you would like to share? Um, I do. It's actually my favorite bus story. Okay. Your um, favorite bus story. Yeah. I love how people have favorite <laughs> bus stories. Now, I remember when people didn't have bus stories. Now they have their favorite bus. This is my podcast bus story. This is the one I save for live audiences. Oh, I, I, I'm sure you, you've heard this one, but this is my favorite because I, 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 fall, I fall in love with the drop of a hat. Like, I probably fell in love about three times at work today. Okay. Um, so, and then, you know, riding the bus and the train. Like, I've fallen, I, there was one guy that had a James Dean quote. You, you fall know, in love on the bus every day? All the time. <laughs> like, all the time. You have no idea. There was one guy I thought was Mark Lanigan, who um, yep. I'm just hugely in love with. And I kept looking at him. The and I'm like, okay, like I know he's in Europe right now, but this guy looks so much like him. I'm like, stare you down. And I'm like, okay, it's not him. <laughs> uh, but no, so this time, the the one time that I like, I I my favorite time that I ever fell in love on the bus. Um, I was on the 206 coming up Normandy because I used to work over in Mid City, so I would do the 720 to Normandy and then go up to 206. And I get on, and I usually have my you know resting bitch face when I get on because I'm just like. Don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get on and I'm, I go up to it, like, you know, you go up the little steps into the, to the back of the bus and I go up to, and I sit down in the first seat back there and I look over and like, you know, like in the reflection, I like, I see there's like a fedora and I like, and then I catch this kid's reflection. I'm like, oh, hello. Oh, you're kind of cute. Let me see if I can get a better look at you. And the next day, yeah, so I'm, like, trying to catch him in the, the reflection, and I would see him, like, turn his head a little bit. So I could see, like, the side of his face. And then at some point, as I'm staring at the reflection, I realized that he was turning just enough to see my reflection. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is this is not happening. Okay. Okay. I think I think we're falling in love with each other in the reflection. Peripherally. Yeah. <laughs> like, all I could think was, like, Oh my god! Like, what if what if we get off at the same stop? Like, you know, even if he gets off at like like I'm going to Alexandria in Hollywood, but if he gets off at like Normandy in Hollywood, or even like Sunset, like I'm totally I'm <laughs> you too. That was my whole plan. So we're somewhere along um, along Normandy. It was probably like way before we got to Sun- to Santa Monica, which was unfortunate because I couldn't even walk home from Santa Monica. Um, and he stands up like you were. He like pulls the string where you were. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, all right. And I decide I'm going to get a good look at this guy. 
And he stands up and, you know, he's like still got his back to me and everything. He's wearing khakis, too. I'm like, this is clearly would never work out. But so he stands up and he gets to like to the edge of the stairs and he's like, he's still he's stalling this whole time. And I'm like, why are you stalling? Just do like, you know, I usually do like a quick glance around to see my surroundings. Why are you not glancing around to see your surroundings? Yeah. And the bus stops, the door opens. And he, as he's taking one step down, he does like a full upper body turn and looks right at me, staring at him. And apparently, and he had the same plan that I had had, and we startled the shit out of each other. Yeah, and he funny. he proceeded to like as he like caught me, like like caught, I caught him caught, catching me, and it startled him, and he tripped the whole rest of the way down the stairs nice (laughs) and and he like grabbed the handle and like pulled him like caught himself from actually falling and he looked at me and he kind of laughed and and i laughed at him and i was like oh my god he is really adorable and then the door shut and we took off and i was like but and i had this i thought about getting off at the next stop and running back and being like hey did we just have a moment (laughs) And but then I didn't because I was like he's probably he's he's probably going home to his girlfriend, and so so then I, I like I but then I watched for him every day after that yeah and never saw him again you know his stop I know that was a thing like I know I know your stop I know your you 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 must take the bus you have but, a, you have a very stalker uh, you know, thought process <laughs> <laughs> it's very male. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I actually do. I, I, w- I was a researcher for. I'm still a researcher, but I was. You know, I used to work for like Juken Media, and I had to track down people that who own the videos. <laughs> so it would get to a point where I'm like, "Hey, so um, your cousin's sister's wife, uh, she has this video that we really would like to license, but." And they're like, "Well, how did you, how did you find us?" I'm like. <laughs> See about that. I kind of, I kind of know a lot about you. I saw you through the bus window. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, there's only ever been one, <clears throat> um, one bus driver that I recognized, and it was the guy that ro- drove uh, the 206. It would oh. pick me up every day at 5:30 at Normandy and Wilshire. Where did you see him? Did you see him at uh, like a Vons or? Oh, I I haven't actually. I think I saw him like one time in the neighborhood outside okay. of there. But he was he's only he's the him and um, the guy I used to call Keanu. Um, <laughs> Keanu, like named after the world's greatest actor, Keanu Reeves, star yes. of the movie Speed, the greatest movie ever to take place on a bus. Yes. Wow. He was a, a bus driver that would he would he would drove on um, the seven twenty in the morning, and my God, he knew he knew every rider on there needed to be where they were going on wow. time, and wow. he. <laughs> and this was like before they did any work on Wilshire, so it was like you know, you're already starting in there, and I would I would actually have to like hold on with two hands, yeah, as we're like just barreling down there i'm like i don't think you got the memo that <laughs> you know what bus down there gets really really packed is the blue seven santa monica big blue bus Rapid. oh yeah um the one that goes from down to, or from uh wilshire western into uh west la becomes the santa monica high school bus or no i'm sorry santa monica uh community college bus yeah uh man that one is a packed bus uh i took it once 
like years ago because I didn't have a car. And I, yeah. had, I was going on a date and then we were going to, to dinner and then we we're going to go to a play. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm totally, I can totally get there. Like, I'll meet you there if you can give me a ride back. And I didn't tell him that I was actually taking the bus. And so I like I had to take um, the Western bus yeah. down and I caught the blue bus and I was like, oh my God. And then like when it finally filtered out, I was like, this is a beautiful bus. Oh yeah, it's it's a really nice bus. Yeah. yeah. You know what else is really nice? Those Pasadena buses and the Foothill buses. I but never made it out there. They uh, they have less drivers than the LA Metro buses. Okay. So, you know, it's not fair to compare like a LA Metro bus to the kind of outer yeah. uh, region buses because they have less people. Uh, yeah. Less wear and tear on them and stuff. Um, hey, before I forget, um, why don't you tell people how they can get a copy of Busted Los Angeles Volume 1? Absolutely. So if you go to 2121books.com, there will be a link in there that will take you to our Etsy shop. Um, and from there, you can you can buy Busted in there. Um, also, you can go to 2121 Books um, on Facebook. That'll also have the link there. Um, I also have Instagram at you know 2121 uh Books, and that that'll lead you everywhere. If you um, if you don't want to go through Etsy or something like for whatever reason, I totally understand. Um, you know, different folks, different strokes, all that stuff. I don't even know um, what Etsy is. Uh, yeah, so they, <laughs> um, it's kind of like eBay, but like for you know art and things like that. Okay, so I should um, know what it is. <laughs> What's Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get Snapchat, but yeah. Um, but if you don't want to go through Etsy, you can um, you can direct message me, Endless Megan. I'm Endless Megan everywhere. Just Google me, like you'll find me. Uh-huh. Um, or direct message um, the twenty one twenty one books Facebook or Instagram, and we'll work it out. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, I want to tell a quick story. Also, I forgot to tell a story today. <laughs> Sometimes I mix it up. Maybe we'll put it in the beginning. Maybe we'll put it in the end. Um, gotta love uh, editing. It's, <laughs> it's the future. It's it's the future of uh, of podcasts and stuff. Um, this will all get edited out. Um, we're doing good time wise. Um, this story that I'm going to tell is actually in the book, uh, Volume 1, uh, which is uh, published by my guest today, Endless Megan Warner, on 2121 Books. Uh, one day, I was riding the bus, going to a show in Silver Lake, and I got on the bus at Santa Monica and La Brea. And I ride the bus every day. So you know, when you ride the bus every day, um, you kind of learn to not pay attention uh, to the uh, external sounds um, on the bus. I don't look at anything. I just get bus blinders until I get to my seat and can kind of survey the land on the bus and get a look at what's going on. So I didn't hear the bus driver uh, when he said into the microphone, please do not spray bug spray on the bus. Thank you. And I walked face first into a cloud of bug spray. Uh, apparently a couple of uh, down and out guys that were sitting in the front of the bus in the front pair of seats uh, had sprayed bug spray on the bus because uh, one of them was concerned about getting bed bugs uh, from the, the bus seat. And he stood up and he shouted to the bus driver, I'm not getting bed bugs from riding on the bus again. And then the bus driver gets back on the microphone and says, I do not care. You cannot spray 
bug spray on the bus. It is illegal. Thank you. Then the uh, the guy starts talking to his, his buddy in his outdoor voice. I don't know if he had an indoor voice. But in his outdoor voice, he started saying to his friend, I am not getting bed bugs from riding on the bus again. And I know that there's bed bugs on this bus because people at the shelter where I live have bed bugs and they ride this very same bus. So now, like, people can hear these two people talking and they're getting very uncomfortable. And we're all kind of just looking at each other with this, like, expression that people who ride the bus kind of, you know, we, we're telepathic. And we can kind of just sense what we're thinking without actually saying it out loud. But we're all kind of repulsed by this bed bug conversation. And this guy just goes on and on in his outdoor voice about the amazing durability of bed bugs. For example, according to this homeless guy, did you know that bed bugs can actually sit in the fabric of a bus seat uh, for hours or days, weeks, even months at a time, even years at a time. They can just sit in that fabric of the bus seat just waiting for the perfect body to sit on it. And then it goes, hmm, this looks like a perfect body to sit in. And it just climbs up your pants, goes in your waistband, burrows itself, lays its eggs. You wake up the next morning itching and boom, you've got bed bugs. And then the other guy doesn't want to be left out of the conversation. So he starts talking about all the physical attributes of bed bugs. For example, do you know bed bugs can jump up to eight feet in the air and uh, cling by one hand, one of their eight legs, cling to your clothing, crawl back up for dear life, like the rock in Journey to the Center of the Earth, uh, get under your waistband, crawl into your panty line, lay its eggs, and you wake up and boom. You've got bed bugs. Uh, by the way, I actually Google searched that information. That's not true. Uh, bed bugs can't jump. Um, they crawl. Uh, so anyway, we're just freaking out now. I've moved to the back of the bus. I'm about 10 feet away because I haven't been on Google yet. So I don't know if they can jump eight feet, and I don't want to find out the hard way. Uh, I'm out of range to hear what they're saying. But I know they're still talking about bed bugs because they're very animated, moving their hands around in kind of buggy kind of motions, and everyone around them is looking really grossed out. So I'm like, oh, they're still talking about parasites. And uh, meanwhile, I'm airing out because I smell like I've been camping and stuff. And we get to uh, Vermont Ave uh, stop, the uh, subway, and these two uh, parasite experts, they, they get off the bus. And the second they step off at the elbow, the center of the bus, uh, passenger number one takes out the can of bug spray and starts spraying his friend up and down, forward and back. He does a pirouette. The guy takes the can from him, sprays him as well. Meanwhile, all the windows are open on the bus because we're airing out the cabin of all this bug spray that was choking everybody out. And... Because it's a busy stop, the doors are open as well. So this cloud of bug spray enters the bus again, and it just fills the top of the bus like, like a layer of fog. And uh, now we're taking off. Those two passengers have gone down into the subway where they're probably spraying trains down, no doubt. Uh, meanwhile, the bus driver has no idea that these guys have left the bus, and now he is really upset. Uh, because he asked politely, 
and they've ignored his request. So he gets back on the microphone. Now he's a little bit beyond passive-aggressive, does that throat clear. <clears throat> Once again, please do not spray bug spray on the bus. Thank you. Besides being illegal, if it gets in your eyes, it can cause burning. If it gets on your skin, it can cause rashes. If you breathe it in, it can cause respiratory ailments. And yes, in some cases, it can kill you. Yeah, that's right. Bug spray's poison. It can kill you. And besides, it's not cool. So please do not spray bug spray on the bus. Thank you. Now, nobody on the bus is worried about, like, parasites anymore. They're afraid of getting cancer. Um, a couple stops later, we're at Sunset Junction. Hipster woman gets on the bus. Maybe 22, 23, summer, Saturday night, wearing a mini, mini skirt, no, uh, no leggings or anything. She sits right in the seat that's saturated in bug spray. Nobody says a word. None of the passengers. We look down, make believe we're not seeing anything, make believe we're reading a newspaper or whatever, uh, maybe looking at each other and kind of smirking a little bit. Um, not that we're bad people. Don't get, don't get me wrong, because we are a community on the bus, and we do look out for each other. However, there is an unwritten code among the bus drivers, I mean among the bus passengers, that we never, ever discuss who was sitting in a seat prior to another person sitting down because otherwise somebody else might volunteer information about who or what was sitting in your seat before you sat down. And that's my story. Hey, Megan, I want to thank you so much for being my guest again today, Endless Megan Warner. And uh, do you have any more 2121 books coming out that you want to talk about or any zine festival appearances? Um, I actually do. I am currently writing a serialized uh, story right now. Um, you can find it on my website, EndlessMegan.com. Um, it's called Albatross, and it's I don't really have a schedule on it, but the first two chapters are already available, and the third chapter is coming out this week. Awesome. Is that the last chance for a slow dance? Um, actually, last chance for a slow dance is the third part is going to be coming out on my birthday oh, next wow. year on nice. June 19th. Get your cakes ready now. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, but uh, I do have some physical copies still available of the first two volumes of that. Cool. Um, which are about Los Angeles and Echo Park and like that whole the riffraff scene. Yeah. Um, but the one I'm working on now, it's kind of it's like still in that universe. Um, two of the characters that are in this story of Albatross, um, this is their life before Last Chance for a Slow Dance. Okay. And why don't you give the website one more time for 2121 Books? Uh, 2121 Books, it is 2121books, B-O-O-K-S.com. In case you don't know how to spell books. <laughs> Just in case. Some people go to 2121 Book. Come on. We don't drive, but we can read. <laughs> well, hey, I don't like to assume. You know where that gets us. This is no book sales. How do you spell calm? <laughs> C-O-M. And that's also where you can find Busted Los Angeles Volume 1. Buy it. Buy it. It's sold out of Stories Books Cafe one and a half times. Exactly. <laughs> that's so awesome. Hey, thank you once again, Megan, for oh, being you. my guest. 
And uh, also, please go to iTunes, subscribe to uh, Busted Los Angeles, and download Busted Los Angeles. Uh, for those of you who get around by by bus, train, walking, bicycle, uh, skateboard, be aware of your surroundings. And for those of you who are motorists, please respect the crosswalk. Thank you. If you would like to appear on a future Busted Los Angeles show and tell your story, or you'd like to refer a friend, or you would like to refer a place in Los Angeles where you would like us to bring our live show, you can write me, Scott Schultz, at BustedLosAngeles at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Tune in on SoundCloud. I'm your host and producer, Scott Schultz. I'd like to thank our executive producer, Emily Sachs. Theme music provided by Veterans of Future Wars. Recording and engineering provided by Cody Ziegler. Audio editing and additional music from Taylor Frost. Thank you again. Please respect the crosswalks.